0: i Spaces
1: Testing. Yeah, sorry about that everybody. Uh, I'm not happy with Twitter at all there. Okay. Um someone give us a little one-two test so I can hear things here. Hello, hello. Right, just let me get this through my headphones. Yeah, so it looks like I've got no headphones on this at all. Okay, let's just go over this. I'm bored of this shit already. Um, welcome everybody here, sorry for the mishap here, but last time desktop worked fine for me, now it's not, that's uh, pretty much the scenario here. Uh, so yeah, I'll just crack on and get into it everybody, but I just want to welcome everyone here to, it's, it's a pleasure to have you all join us for today's special edition of General Community Call, uh, dedicated to our esteemed Charter nominees, I'm thrilled to see such fantastic turnout. Um you know, filled with passionate members for our community who are eager to engage, learn, and shape the future of you Juno, know, whether you're, you know, seasoned veteran or a newcomer. Just want to say your presence here today is invaluable. So as we come together over the next 70 minutes here, we have an exciting agenda planned for you. Um, we'll hear directly from each nominees. Uh, I wasn't too sure if Crypto Dungeon was gonna make it earlier or if he was gonna pop in later. So what I've done is I'll take uh, the dev department nominees first and then we'll leave the ops towards the second half of the show. Um so just a quick uh, overall like timing of it. Obviously we're gonna run over by 10 minutes a little bit here. Do apologize, Max. But we'll um we'll go with the dev in no particular order. We'll go with um Coke Boy. He will introduce himself for the first 10 minutes and then we'll move on to Andre and then Ray and then we'll move on straight into the ops department which will have um, Crypto Dungeon or Nin Jackson, and then we'll go with uh, Lil D to finish us off. And that leaves us um, just a, a slot at the end for um, the community just to ask any questions. I've got some questions myself just to keep the flow going. Um, yeah, so let's dive into it. Uh, like I said, we encourage the community questions for the nominees and we will have a section at the end for this. So here we go. Um, first up, let's introduce... Um, well, Cope boy, but I believe that's Lorenzo. Lorenzo, welcome and thank you for your nomination. Pleasure to have you on.
2: Ciao. Well, thank you for having me. Hello, everyone. Should I present myself or? like? Yep.
1: Yep. Present yourself as you were on the, everyone in the call here has read the Commonwealth, no doubt about it, but Present yourself and if you've got um, a kind of Twitter name that's not matching the Commonwealth, just explain to the community, maybe it's unaware of that. But yeah, happy days.
2: Yeah, so I'm Copeboy, Copeboy, which is also my account uh, name here on Twitter, my handle. But my name is Lorenzo. Um Well, I hope you have read my my nomination, where I talk uh, in detail about my experience. Uh, I have uh, an engineering background uh, and consulting uh, and finance and supply chain, where I also uh, developed a little bit, not Web3, but um, complex uh, planning software for big enterprises. And I'm happy to be able to nominate uh, on Juno, because I think it's a a very interesting chain. It's a unique chain that is very undervalued, in my opinion. And I like the direction it's going with the Commonwealth, with the Charter. And of course, I think this is a process that uh, will need some time and a lot of effort. But uh, I'm available to to give my manpower and uh, ideas to move Juno to this new charter, to this new step. Uh, Of course, there are many things to do, many proposals I have. But uh, before going into the detail, I would like to say that I think we need also a vision and some leadership because we are in an upchain world, the cosmos ecosystem, and uh, it's true that Juno is permission, has permissionless cosmopolism, awesome, so anything can be built on it. But I think we should uh, be we should evaluate. Uh, a uh, direction uh, something that it's easy to communicate and that uh, building on our strengths already because we already have some strengths for example in governance or in DAOs. i say governance or organizing in general because somebody somebody thinks that DAO is not a good name so I think that we should build on our, build on our strengths and 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 provide a, a clear uh, objective for this change. And I'm happy to to give you more uh, details on my ideas and uh, answer to any question from the community. I would like to leave uh, the time for the other for the other. Yes.
1: Yes. Thank thank you very much. Um we, we had allocated like ten minutes for each and everyone, but since we had a bit of technical issues at the start, we will we will breeze on, but what I'll we'll do is we'll have a bit of an open panel towards the end and then we'll move on to the ops. How does that sound? At least we can actually throw some questions for the for all three of the nominees at the same time. But yeah, Lorenzo, that's great for now. So thank you for coming on and um nominating yourself for the dev role. Um Andre, I had you up next, my friend. Let me just get you up as a speaker. Uh, introduce yourself. Let me just get that sorted. Okay, Andre, you should be able to speak now, my friend. Um, like I said, same same applies to yourself. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself from the people who don't know who you are. Um, welcome to the welcome to the Twitter space. Hey,
3: hey, hey, guys. <laughs> um... Is the sound coming good from my side? Yeah, yeah,
1: you can hear. Yeah, it's all good.
3: Thank you. Yeah, all right. Um, so yeah, I'm Andre. Most of you should know me. Um, I'm a long time uh, Juno community member. Um, and yeah, so I nominated myself for for these elections and I'm thrilled for it. So let's see what happens. What more can I say about me so I think regarding like the background and stuff um, it's clear it's on the Commonwealth Post um, if you have if any of the community members have any question, yeah I'm always available, and you can reach out to me and yeah so why why did I nominate it myself? well first of all <laughs> because obviously i want to contribute um after that i also nominated because i felt like i i, mm, I try to motivate a lot of people to nominate themselves uh, some of them are already in the in the structures um and uh, at, at some point I was feeling that it was not fair um, to to motivate others and to uh, <laughs> uh, bug the other people to just run and um, to contribute when I myself uh, wouldn't put myself in the role to do it, right? So it's only fair from my side that I put me in, the, in this position and and take on the election. So uh, I don't think it's an easy process for anyone to be in this like nominee, nominee role, right? Um, you have to expose yourself, uh, but yeah, so that's it. Um, yeah, I don't know, like, I have a couple of points about uh, what, what I, sh- I will be focused on if i get uh, to this position um i don't know if it makes sense right now to go
1: over them yeah um, i mean i've I've got some questions towards the end andre but feel free to i mean you have you have time um feel free to yeah, so, what your what okay. your main points would be what what you strive to target if you get yeah. nominated for the role you know feel free yeah
3: yeah. All right. So I will take, I guess, like two minutes and really quickly um, go over it. Right. So I think everyone agrees that uh, Juno uh, is is a chain that is always the state of the art in terms of SDK. Right. And uh, I do. I think it was the base nodes uh, validator that posted like a. A good a good post on Discord. I, I don't remember the channel exactly, um, where he talked about this, right? And there were some dis- discussions in the community about like what is the priority and maybe we focus too much on the SDK. Maybe we should focus on the app development. Well, in reality, we we should, in my opinion, right? We should do both, right? So we should we should keep upgrading our chain to meet the standards of what it what it meant to be a sdk state of the art chain right um, and uh, because like juno has a role that is very well known in the interchain ecosystem right and juno onboarded many validators into the ecosystem it is kind of a school also of validators, not only developers in Cosmos and developers, but also validators, right? And I, I think we should continue um, going that path, um, but obviously not being the, the only target or the only objective, right? As it was in the last, uh, I would say, uh, of, um, one year and a half approximately approximately sorry for my English yeah not native as you guys already noticed. Um so I, I want to focus also on the, on my side on the documentation, right? Um so I, I think we are still missing here. Um even today like there was a guy right in the in the Discord channel in the dev launch asking hey can we see an example where I can interact with the contract on Juno with JS, right? And I myself am a developer, like a Web2 developer, like a very vanilla one. I'm not like a, a brilliant engineer. I'm just someone that does it for a living. And it, it took me some weeks, right, of a deep dive into stuff just to know how to interact with the wallet. And with the contracts on chain, right? And it, it doesn't make sense that so far until now we don't have like a, a clear example, as simple as from A to Z, from deploying a contract to interacting with a wallet and with the front end in JS, right? So I, I really think we we need documentation. And for for example, this was one of the main points for Reese while we worked on the on the on the Juno development team. And in fact, a lot of people think that he has, he has not done a lot of documentation, but he has done it, right? It's, it's only in the wrong place. Not in the wrong place. It was not exported, right? Because all of the modules that reserve developed on, on Juno, if you go to the Juno docs, you don't see almost any documentation on it, right? You need to go into the repo, into the specs of the modules to get the documentation and how to interact with the models, right? So the information is already there. We just need to to use it. As an example, I, I will talk about like the, the Solana cookbook. I don't know if you guys are aware of it, it's just a comprehensive guide from a, a guide from A to Z, uh, how you can interact with with the Solana ecosystem, right? As a developer, and I will try to use that as a, a good reference. Uh, obviously, uh, always talking with my colleagues that are in the development and the ones that can be in the department as well, because that, I think that is a good reference for us to use as what. What should be the docs for for Juno for onboarding, right? Um, more, <laughs> yeah, I could <laughs> I could talk more, but uh, yeah, I, I don't want to to take uh, too much time um, on well, my side. So
1: appreciate that, Andre. Um, very well said, mate. Yep, great points raised indeed. And um, yeah, we'll we'll move on. We're, we're good for time, man. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we appreciate you guys just cutting short a little bit. I did allocate 10 minutes, but we're now kind of swung back on time now. So I would like to introduce, um, first of all, Andre, and then we're going to invite Ray Lusprey on and try and figure out and understand why he's interested in um, applying for the development department role. Uh, keen to hear, uh, Ray. So introduce yourself if anyone doesn't know who you are and give us your main reasons for joining the dev department, please. Thank you.
4: Hey everybody. Uh my name is Dow Knight. I, I mean uh, Ray Raspberry. I'm I'm not actually Dow Knight. Just to clear that up if if Todd is listening. Um, <clears throat> I think people generally know uh my history here. I got deeper involved um, due to Rama's uh prodding of getting me into the Juno working group. Um I had talked with uh ave and and some others in juno growth fund and and Jake um, at Cosmoverse in Medellin uh, about Juno and I've been working on a project for a couple of years that uh, we've been working to deploy on Juno. Um, essentially, I got involved or would want to get involved with this uh, effort with the departments and the charter because uh, I helped work through the, you know, with the journal working group to actually develop the charter. So I think, you know, initially we had kind of talked internally with the working group. Um, I think you can read those discussions in the Discord about not running for positions in the charter uh, to allow the community and to not make it look like there was some favoritism or like we were trying to build an ecosystem that we would then just take over. Um, so we left, you know, I think the majority of us stayed out and and just waited to see if the community would fill the roles. And um, now here we are with the second round of elections and the community hasn't uh, put forward any other candidates. So um, that is in part why I'm running. I think I have a fundamental understanding of the structure of the charter. I have a fundamental understanding of business. I've operated a business for over 30 years. Um, as a president and CEO. And, you know, so I just have an understanding of getting things done, working with other teams, collaborating and building partnerships. Um, I would like to, if, if we're allowed to do it and we do have a little bit of time, I think it would be interesting um, in this space to have a conversation with the other candidates. I kind of look at this uh, process here, not so much as vote for me, don't vote for these guys, but we're all, you know, should be thinking about this as we're collaborating together. So I think it would be interesting for us to have a conversation and for the community to actually, you know, see like what kind of collaboration work. And that would include, you know, yourself Highlander and, and, uh, and, uh, little D and, and, uh, Xanthar, uh, because we're all going to be working together essentially in the departments and collaborating across the departments to get things done. So I, I, I think if we, can, if we can have a brief conversation uh, with some of my time um, to just talk amongst us as candidates and what we would do in dev department, uh, I think my first priority, just to throw out a couple of things quick. I think the first priority is getting an RFP out the door as the dev department to find uh, a replacement to maintain the chain. I think the critical thing that needs to get done is there needs to be guaranteed chain maintenance with a service level agreement from whatever entity or whatever individual gets hired so that Juno, from a technical standpoint, can function so people can build on it. So that would be the first thing I think needs to get dealt with. And then after that, um, tooling and documentation, as uh, Andre brought up, I completely agree that needs to get... Uh, addressed immediately and then the final item obviously would be budget for those items above the RFP um, and the uh, and any tooling and documentation Uh, just to to wrap my time I had an idea that I have been kicking around um that I think Juno community could potentially use because we're strapped for cash and we really don't want to sell out um, you know, Juno. So, how, how do we incentivize the community to actually get involved? And I was thinking that you could probably do this through a three stage process. And whether this is Lead Society that helps develop this app, or whether we use something off the shelf just as an intermediary like WeWork. Uh, I think we work. What is it? DWork. DWork is a, a good bounty system. But I think if the Juno community had a way to complain or to report things that are broken, things that they would like, and then the community had a way to vote to incentivize the building of the things that they wanted. So if documentation for tooling to do uh, cosm js scripting is a priority, somebody you know says, "Hey, we should do this. Here's what we need." There's a reward attached to the to the contribution of actually identifying the issue, whether it's something that's missing or whether it's something that needs to be developed. And then if the community votes to actually do that, that the person who submitted it would be rewarded with Juno and the people who built it would be rewarded with Juno. And then I think the third layer you would have there is you would have a maintenance layer for these things, because we look at like uh, Cosm tools and uh, Juno tools and stuff. And these things are, haven't been maintained in two years and they don't work. So it's like, we can't just build things. The things actually have to be sustainably maintained. And that needs to be part of the process of implementing these ideas. So, just to recap, my thoughts are: I think I think the we have a great community in Juno, and I think it's about time that we leverage that community, you know, beyond shit posting in Twitter and Discord and everything else, and actually start going, "Hey, we need these things," and help u- utilize the community to sort out what the priorities are, and then utilize the council and the departments to actually execute those priorities. And I think you'll have a degree of organic development of a vision based on, you know, getting feedback and getting uh, submissions from the community itself.
1: Excellent, Ray. Fantastic. Um, So what I'll do then, uh, I I quite like that idea. So while we're on the subject of Dev Department, we have all three members here. Um, There's only two positions uh, taken at the moment in Dev Department. Is that correct? Or are we losing one because of recent? So so what I'm trying to ask is all three of you guys will be voted in.
4: If if we meet quorum on our individual props, yeah. 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 Okay, so let's have a
1: three, four way discussion between us now then, right? I've got a couple of questions. So that's a good idea. I like your I like your thoughts behind, you know, documentation's a big one for me as well. So um maybe between the three of us, Lorenzo, do you have anything you would like to add on to what Ray was talking about there? I've seen you Sort of mentioning 100% there in some of his comments. If there's anything now there, you want to just add on to that,
2: yeah, I totally agree with, the, with what Ray said. Uh, we need to empower the communities to, to, to make more people collaborate. So I would uh, support a system for proposing off chain, before going off chain, uh, initiatives, uh, projects, uh, things to do. And voting also these uh, let's say projects in, in a continuous way because also we have to maintain, as you said, uh, the, the contracts or uh, the, the assets of Juno in general. I would add that we also need to consolidate, let's say, the, the, the current assets for so the management of the of the GitHub repos of the websites. Socials are already managed by by the communication department, but we have to, let's say, clarify how the, the other assets are managed. Uh, of course, the, the the an RFP process. Let's say some standards on RFPs, but this is uh, this should be already included in what we we've just talked about. Uh, of course, we have to be careful with uh, with uh, compensations and uh, grants because we don't have <laughs> much funds left. So we need to, to 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 have an initiative on sustainability in general. I think because so for sure we have to work with the operation departments for a solid budgeting process. No, so in the development department we have to. Uh, Let's say use some standard uh, budgeting uh, process. And then uh, we can do a spending review. We can find uh, some costs to reduce. We could engage with the validators to hear uh, what, the, what they what they can tell us. Uh, I would evaluate also some proposals that RIS uh, made uh, on the on Commonwealth uh about reducing validators or um, removing some parameters that are uh, superficial and make the chain less efficient uh we have a lot of uh, ibc channels which i'm not sure uh, all of them are uh, useful and also i don't know if they are uh, expensive so (laughs) we just need to to investigate and then we could even uh, evaluate some uh, ways to reduce selling pressure to, to increase the economic security of the chain. Because if uh, organizations want to build uh, on Juno, they also have to consider <laughs> the, the security of the chain in, in economic terms. No? So I don't know, maybe some um, extra rewards for longer bonding or some way to bond for a longer time, uh, tokens to increase the weight of a vote, both in the the governance module and uh, in DAOs. There's one
1: thing that comes to mind for me. Um, At the moment, right, we're talking about incentivizing projects. No one's got any real reason to hold Juno. So what do we do? To make Juno a token that you want to hold, that you want to lock up, and you want to use. Is it is it what is it? Do we need a dex? Do we need to build some useful stuff? I'll throw that to anybody here uh, on it. Uh,
4: I would say that is a question that is so deep that I don't know where we could go with it in this short amount of time, but I'm happy if somebody has a has some answer on it.
1: Well it's like the the main reason for like you want to incentivize projects, right? So you, they need to build some stuff that Juno gets use out of. Well, that, you know, I'm going to say- long, I'm going to put two grand into this project because I want to make my Juno work for me. There's nothing there for Juno. To, I mean, what can you do? Dowdow's great, but what do you do with Juno when it goes into Dowdow? You know what I mean? We need that little bit extra. I think the Staking's great, but the Staking EPR's going down now, so it's like even that's becoming, you know
2: i think first of all we have to bring new people but and i'm not thinking about uh, some uh, i don't know exotic nft project uh, or uh, uh, niche uh, game i'm thinking about organizations in general so So it, it, we, I think this is my vision, eh? but so it's to be discussed, agreed, etc. But uh, as I was telling at the, the beginning you know, of, of this talk, I think we should uh, have a vision for Juno. Why Juno? No, and probably the easiest one and and and, and unique one would be to to be the the chain for, the, for organizations, for governance. So, for example, we could have more voting methods, both for government, for XGov and DAOs, no? As I was telling two minutes ago, bonding multiplier for, for multiplying the, the voting weight, or adjustments the voting weight, exponential adjustments to improve uh, decentralization, for example, Um, and then partnership with, uh, with other projects, smaller chains, or even web two projects. So for example, I want to build uh, my organization that instead of going to the uh, accountant and open the the legal entity, I do it on Juno. I, um, I will need a website that can communicate with my DAO. So some, some easy framework that some templates, not that we could give new, new people that are not crypto, that, that are not already in crypto, but that are coming to, to build, uh, I don't know, uh, non-profit organizations, no? Yeah,
5: right. think I'm, of I'm, what
1: we I'm going to cut it in there because we really are short of time though, I appreciate that. But Ray, (laughs) you've got your hand up. Let's just, uh, we've got a few, maybe five more minutes on this one, but yeah, let's fill in as much as we can here. Go for it.
4: Yeah. I don't want to, I think we should just keep it high level at this point in the conversation otherwise. But in any case, I think people don't buy tokens for tokens. They buy narratives, they bet on the team. So I think, in the end of the day when you talk about vision you're talking about what is the narrative for Juno like Juno needs a narrative yes. Juno needs a vision right i mean that that's what we're looking at whatever that ends up being or however that gets determined i think that's how you get people to hold Juno is that there's a narrative to Juno and there's a purpose to Juno and there's an organization that's operating Juno in a way that people want to put you know want want to hold Juno essentially
1: andre before we finish up here on the Dev Department, I'm gonna just ask you this one. Do you know accountability for past mistakes, right? So you, you know you've been here from day one, we on. So do you know his face criticism for past mistakes? How do you plan uh, to make you know how what what specific actions would you take to ensure that similar mistakes are not repeated in the future? It's gonna across all three years, but Andre, since you've not spoken a bit, I'll throw it to you. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> The, the thing about uh,
3: previous mistakes is um, that we cannot correct them, right? They are made, um, and we see so much discussion, for example, about Prop 16 and people that are for it, people that are against it. But in the end, at this point, it doesn't matter what people feel about it. What what it matters is that it happened, right? And. I don't think it's a, a good idea because it was the result of, a gover- of the government of the governance system, right? And uh, we are all in this process, and this is like a evolutionary process, right? Uh, I like to see like the Juno as a living being, right? It's growing, right? And it will do mistakes, um, but the thing is, just step by step. Improving, and uh, I, I want to say something regarding like the the vision and and so on, right? Because Juno is a permissionless, right? Uh, Community-owned and decentralized blockchain, right? Only these three attributes. If we fulfill them, is is already a major task, right? So. W- I, I but this is a personal opinion, right? But w- when people say that oh, we need a vision, I, I think the vision is set from the beginning, right? We So every decision that we make, uh, we just have to to keep in mind, right? How it will impact these three attributes that we define for ourselves as our mission, right? Because in fact, that is what Juno is, right? Uh, and does it have a positive impact on, on us or not? And I think that should be the main drive um, for our decisions. And yeah, so that's a bit of of my opinion. And have a nice one, guys. It was a pleasure to be here. Um, Thank yeah. you,
1: Andre. Appreciate that, man. I appreciate all three years. Like I say, I've got time at the end, man. We can we we'll can round back to you guys as well. I'm sure the community's got some interesting questions to ask towards the end um okay let me do well Ray, please do
4: i just want to be quick on the repeating uh previous mistakes or how can they learn from mistakes we've we've implemented that through the charter that is the intention of the charter the only way the, the community is basically socializing the losses of of past leadership's mistakes. And that's not the community's fault. But the way to improve that and to resolve that is to give the community the ability to learn from past mistakes by giving the community the ability to access the information that was involved in those past mistakes. That is why I'm very much against having private meetings without clear defined obligations and deliverables from those private meetings. And I think that, you know, and that includes meetings where individuals involved in the meetings are also investors in the projects that they're promoting on Juno. And that, I think, in terms of defining conflicts of interest and being transparent and auditable with the information that the Juno leadership undertakes, Um, should help the community be able to actually evaluate what happened and do postmortems and learn from the mistakes that are made, because we're all going to make mistakes. That's not the issue. The issue is that when we're told one thing, and there's actually a bunch of other information that comes out much later, that would have changed the way the community responded to a situation. Thanks.
1: Awesome. Yeah, well said, Ray. well said. Uh, Time check. Okay, 43 minutes to 10. Uh, we will then move on to nominees um, and in no particular order, but I put in Nin, <laughs> Nin Jackson. Um, I've made you a speaker. Welcome to the Twitter space, my friend. Um, can you give us a little bit of uh, who you are, why you're nominating yourself, and bring it home?
6: Yeah, um, thanks for having me up. Um, I just got out of work, but. Uh... I have been with Juno since the very beginning. I did not get the airdrop, but I purchased in right at the very beginning and got very excited about crypto in general and becoming a validator when I saw actually the entire uh, uh, Prop 16 event unfold. Um, You know, you can be one way or the other about what you feel like, how that was, but we had a 97% turnout. And i was very excited by that i'd never have seen any community ever have that kind of excitement before so that's sort of what enticed me to come in um i got interested in running for ops after sort of watching a lot of fighting and just lack of direction people have great ideas but they're all kind of going different directions and i felt that you know we got to stop this somehow and I, i don't know if you guys remember but i was was trying to say things in discord and in telegram well before i had my explosive rant where i went off on the chain and everything but I, it was out of frustration and i really felt like well we're getting down to the wire here we have just a short time before probably a bull run happens and there's a lot of competition out there if we don't really change the narrative and start bringing new communities and new developers in we're in trouble and i'm a i'm big into juno i mean i I've been frustrated with some things that have happened, but I never left the chain. And and I have complained before and, and made some gripes and maybe some of that made you guys pissed off at me for a little bit, but I really wanna see this do well here. And I, I feel like I have the talents to do that. I think what I'm best at is bringing the right people together. Um, that's what we've been doing with, with Crypto Dungeon. It's basically just grassroots um, growing our community by helping others. and I think a lot of people have supported us because they they feel that's what we're about, and I want to see Juno invite more people that want to build and and stop trying to push people away.
1: Awesome man, well appreciate you coming on man. We know you've grown a community of your own, uh Crypto Dungeon man. It's a good project as well. You know it's grassroots like you say. You know um I'm going to throw a couple of questions for both these um, towards the end. This one. Um, operations department only has one seat left, I believe. Uh, so this one is going to go down to the wire. Um, So we'll move on to Lil D. I believe, Lil D, you on the net, No, I think he's on. Yeah, I've got you, mate. One second. Yeah, there, I've got you there. Yeah, so I just want to um, thank thanks again, Crypto Engine. We'll get some questions thrown at you uh, after Lil D's... Um, speech here so yeah welcome to the space lil d a pleasure to have you on for anyone who doesn't know you and the contributions you've done to the network so far please introduce yourself and why you are interested in the ops department role thank you
5: sure jim uh thank you for hosting the space and um yeah it's, it's pretty exciting actually to see the amount of passion and enthusiasm that juno still has despite this very turbulent history we've kind of had um so it's yeah, it's kind of, it's been an honor for me to to see these elections happen. And I, I want to say that I think the elections are not a zero-sum game. Um, and to my mind, the elections are about providing a forum for people to share their ideas for how Juno can grow and develop, um, and for us to really be finding common ground. Uh, and I, I know that, yeah, it, it's been rough, uh, this this charter transition period, but I think that we're pulling through it. Um, and I And I think that will continue to improve from here. Um, so for those of you who don't know me, uh, I I was also a sort of OG Juno um, participant. I received the airdrop. Um, and I ended up getting involved in the Juno Working Group. Uh, I think it was maybe a couple months after that got started. But um, I helped lead the effort there to um, transition away from the Core One model, alongside Ray, uh, Signal, Jake, many other people, community members like Cheddar, um, Massive, and so on. Highlander, you also participated in many of those those calls. Um, and so we wanted, we knew that you know Core One wasn't the right structure for Juno. Juno is supposed to be a community-driven chain, um, but it isn't enough to just you know uh, <laughs> smite down Core One. Uh, there had to be something in its place there had to be some transition some some structure for what came next um and so we tried to develop this this charter um which the community voted on and the thing about the charter that i really like is that one of the issues with core one is that it had this because of its fairly fixed membership um there, there are these entrenched interests that ended up um, not necessarily aligning with the community and the charter's use of elections and this constantly rotating cast of participants um, means that the community always has the opportunity uh, to challenge the the entrenchment of interest or this um, sort of formation of status quos uh, so one of the things that Ray mentioned that that we discussed in the working group meetings when the charter first went live, um, I was strongly against Juno working group members running in that first round of elections because I thought it was very important that the community take control um, of those structures. Um, And once the departments were filled, the elections were concluded, they started asking me questions and they added me to uh, the cross-channel, cross-department channel on the Discord server so they could keep track of our conversations. And I realized um, that there's this open seat there's going to be a special election to fill these remaining open seats. And it made sense to actually formally um, run and, and help finish getting everyone organized and on their feet. Um, so my my own priorities as an operations nominee would be, uh, <laughs> there, there are a few of them, but one of them is to respect what Juno is. And Juno is a decentralized smart contract platform. And that decentralization is very important because um, it distinguishes Juno increasingly from almost every other smart contract platform that exists. Ethereum every day inches closer and closer to being centralized and to looking like what in the US we would call a security. Um, and so this status as a non security is a very precious thing for Juno to have because it means that projects can operate here in relative freedom. If Juno, uh, sorry, if Ethereum were declared a security, um, it, it would be a nightmare for all of the projects that have built there. Um, So creating a charter structure that that respected uh, this community-driven nature was very important to me. Um, And I would like to figure out a legal structure, whatever that looks like, um, so that Juno is well-prepared and well-defended against this constantly and rapidly changing regulatory environment. Part of this means that Juno needs to be playing the game but but playing the game by getting to where the ball is going, and not to where not not chasing where it currently is, um, and, and this means having some foresight, looking looking forward, um, and thinking through the various kinds of decision space um, that that different legal structures provide. Um, so that's that's for me a big priority. It, it protects our department members um, who are operating on behalf of the community. Um, I. I would hate to see anyone who has run here, who has stepped forward out of passion and commitment for this project, um, to be held responsible, to be charged with something, all of that to my mind is like, it, it's immoral to not have a legal wrapper to protect all of you. Um, so this is a, a big priority. Another another priority I think is assisting other departments with operational needs. This has already um, kind of been the case with with answering questions from various department members about, you know, what does the budget look like? Um, Should we do this? When do we hold council calls? All of that, I would be happy to continue providing information and feedback on. Um, I would also like to build connections, sort of forge deeper connections with other um, Cosmos chains. So I'm thinking in particular of Akash, of Jackal, uh, and and these other um, networks where perhaps smart contracts could have a more robust life than than they currently do. Um, and uh, as, a, as a member, of, as a volunteer at NetADAO, um, we we validate various other chains. And so I sit in on their meetings just as I've sat in on all of the uh, new Juno department meetings um, so that we stay abreast of what these chains are doing, why they're doing it, um, and how it may be possible for, for there to be collaboration crossover, whatever else. Um, so I would like to sort of build bridges within the interchain chain um, to, these, to these other networks. Um, I would like to help uh, along these same lines. I know Daodau isn't its own chain, uh, but we recently had this drama around Prop 285. Um, I would be interested in helping Daodau and Juno figure out uh, the best resolution for that for both sides um, moving forward and whatever that Looks like I think is very important. Dao is a is a crucial part of what Juno is. It's part of our identity, um, and I think that you know we we need clarity on all of that. Um, and the last sort of big priority for me is revising the charter because there are complaints, there are gaps, there are shortcomings and inconsistencies, and that's that's just you know part of life. That's that's part of taking a first step. There are going to be mistakes. There are going to be things that need to be addressed. Um, and I would be honored to to have the opportunity to continue working on that document and to present something to the community that addresses those challenges. So um, I think that's all. Thank you. Thanks, man. Excellent. Okay, um,
1: we have. Depend on Max. Max, give us a thumbs up. So you can hang on for another ten minutes. So the space is like seventy minutes long. Just give us a thumbs up now if you can do it, mate. Well, we're waiting for that. We will just invite up some community members now, past Core 1 and not. Um, We're going to invite everybody up here. Here we go. Um, I want this guy up as well. And I want probably an old friend up here as well. We'll spoke to him in a while. Shout out. Yes. Okay, so I've invited a few folks up. I've got a quick question for two of the ops department members first of all right um to any of these vision for juno's growth what specific strategies do you guys propose to foster growth within the Juno commonwealth particularly in terms of attracting developers and fostering collaborations with other projects sort of like what you mentioned low the but yeah i'll put it to any one of these. yeah i'll I guess
5: um, they- oh, sorry no. <laughs> go ahead man so i would just say that um one of the Things that I'm interested in is this Leet Society, which uh, I'm not a developer, but I think that there may be some organizational work or administrative type work that would be helpful uh, for that. And um, I I think that that's an initiative of Jake's. But um, yeah, I know that there are multiple people involved over there. And yeah, finding some way to to do that, I think, is important because Whenever we talk about bringing in new developers, I think it's also important to kind of create new developers as we go. Uh, and, and lead society could be a, a, a useful tool for
1: that. Thanks, John. Go for it. And then I'll bring up Ray to answer that as well.
6: Yeah. Um, we've been doing this uh, since the very beginning when we launched our project. We kind of came out of nowhere and grew pretty fast by working with other projects and collaborating, even with Potentially competitors like other validators and the whole point of our project is basically to help other projects by promoting them and bringing them onto our gaming streams, which is going to help out the greater cosmos in general and there's developers that used to be on the chain that would love to come back. I I feel like they feel and they've said this to me that they felt like they were chased off by some of the behaviors that were happening before and they're willing to come back I think a lot of people are upset with Juno but they love Juno at the same time and they want to see it do well I mean actually I, I feel like if that happened it would be great for Cosmos in general I, I think people would look at that as a signal that you know even if this chain who is just down in the dumps and everyone's been just thinking it's dead comes back out of nowhere and just explodes and we've been already talking with other projects you know we been doing this because we've been working with them ourselves, but I mean, they absolutely would love to come to Juno, and I've mentioned some of them in the Discord. I think there might have been concerns earlier on with some of these projects, and we were afraid to spend money, but they've proven themselves to be able to be building, and they have not rubbed and and left their projects, and some of them have gotten to be quite big, actually. So I think we need to bring back people that have left, as well as you know. You guys made the whole point about learning from our mistakes in the past, but I think one of the problems is we really need a strong leadership. And when Prop 16 happened, it was really one person that sort of got out of hand and started making this um, this prop and everyone got stirred
7: up well, by it. But two, 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 two folks actually, two. but yeah.
6: Were you one of them, Jack? Or?
8: <laughs>
7: no, no, Jack what? and I were not one of those people.
8: Ugh, yeah, I mean, I, I
6: was there kind of watching as an observer. I actually really did, didn't know much at the time. But um, yeah, I, I, I think that if there's a strong leadership, the charter would function so much better. I think a lot of these ideas that we have about getting a league rapper, they're important. But if the chain goes away because we don't do anything in the very near future and we don't get very aggressive and we don't bring people back in and bring new people in, I worry we're not going to get that chance. And that's kind of what made me sort of go off lately is I I I really don't want to see this thing go away ever. I mean, love well, that. I, you know,
7: I I think that your point around driving positive sum interactions and making Juno a place where true interchain collaboration can happen. That is that is like the core value of Juno. And I think that the crew that pushed prop 16 brought in this very pvp mentality and this like bag holder you know last bull market bullshit, and it, it kind of killed that and what i see here is folks wanting to restart that in, in crypto dungeon and, and corning um had, had a lot of really great points here But I I think that unless Juno can be this place that helps facilitate positive some interactions, like you're right, there's no future for it. And one other point on the legal wrapper, um, Core One did not have a legal wrapper because the same folks who pushed Prop 16 refused to implement one. So the folks that are up here right now (laughs) have been doing their best to push forward this project without a legal wrapper for years. I totally understand from an individual liability standpoint why folks might be reluctant. But I think that, you know, if you look at the pressing nature of the problems facing Juno right now, I tend to agree with Crypto Dungeon that it is uh, you know, that's a more minor concern compared to some more pressing things.
1: Um, thanks, Jack, and hello again. It's been a long time. Um, Ray, you had your hand up for a wee while there, go for it. Soon.
4: Oh man, what was the question before this? Uh,
1: the, the vision for Juno's growth. So, what specific strategies does the the guys here, at, uh, at the nominees, propose to foster within you know, uh, yeah. the Juno, Juno Commonwealth? Um, most most specifically, attracting developers.
4: Yeah. yeah. So, onboarding developers. Um, I, I think all of the, most of the things that are going on in Juno right now could be exponentially increased in efficiency and functionality. You know, it's like, if it's like, if you're gonna house a rescue animal, right? If you have people willing to do the work, willing to take care of these animals, but the process on onboarding these people to get the pets from the shelters to the people who will care for them is broken and dysfunctional. You're really, you're hurting the entire process. I know that's a weird analogy, but we just did that here. so it was top of mind. So I think a lot of the stuff with onboarding developers we need to work with comms and we need to work with operations to standardize the processes to not let people who are interested in getting involved you know reach out and then never get followed up with. So if somebody's interested we need to take that potential energy and turn that into productivity on the chain. I mean that is a a massive failure in decentralized things and and I think that could be increased um, just through standardizing processes and just having a workflow for for onboarding people in any part of the chain, and the one thing I did want to give a little bit of rebuttal to crypto dungeon in terms of uh, having a single point of power. I mean this is the fallacy of anybody who says "Give me power and I'll wield it effectively. But it always ends up being if you give unilateral power to an individual or to a small group of people, that works when it's your you know, agenda. But when it's not your agenda, it works the opposite way in an equal amount. So I just want to point out that the way the charter was designed and the way the departments are designed, there is no single individual actor that can take control of the thing as it functions. It's intentionally five votes from every department to filter up to three votes as the council to actually enact anything. And it may seem red tape and intrusive, but the intention of that is that you. You literally have to collaborate. You can't have an individual forcing things through, without the consent of the entire operation.
6: Ray, I absolutely agree with what you're saying. Um, I don't think the executive above the charter would be would be over the community. The community would still be the president who makes the vote, and we still have to propose everything to them. But if the charter had a direction, and Really, people trusted that one person. Okay, the legal rappers, let, let's say that's really important. I think you guys should go do that, but we have to really focus on, you know, building people and bringing people coming into the chain. So, But
4: but trust them for what, a bully pulpit? Like, what would they use that executive position for? Yeah, organize, I think Ray...
7: To organize... Sorry. Yeah, no problem. Do you want to finish? Uh, you can go ahead. Yeah, you know, I think Ray, like, I like many coming into crypto years ago felt that executive authority was kind of unnecessary. And as somebody who's been through the entire bullshit that is Cosmos, I feel that increasingly having some kind of centralization and some kind of core authority is really important. There's a reason why we've got a president of the United States and that's worked really well for a long time. The executive authority is definitely a big mouthpiece it is somebody who embodies the project in a real way and it is a way to help gain alignment from groups of fractious you know different councils basically you know somebody with that executive authority depending on how much authority we want to give them under the protocol can help move things much, much more quickly. And, you know, I think that one of the problems with the council structure is that it kind of devolves into this talking shop and that the incentives of each of the councils are not necessarily aligned and with the incentives of necessarily the the, the whole. And in this way, having an executive helps to be a forcing function and helps to move things along. And it's, you know, look at all the protocols with executives, you know, those folks are very successful, and there's a reason for that, and that's like that model is something that humans gravitate towards naturally, and we can try to fight that and pretend like that is not the case, which we've tried to do for years, or we can say, mm, okay, well, maybe we should constrain the power of the executive and, and try to figure out how to do that in a way that works, and, and I, I think that you know, there's a strong argument to be made for that. Uh,
9: Ty, please, go ahead. Gentlemen, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you to everybody up here, Uh, the Dev Department nominations. uh, Love love listening to your guys' suggestions and your feedback, Ray, Andre, uh, Little D, uh, Lee as well, uh, for the nominations on operations. Again, really respect everybody's opinions. Uh, The truth is usually in the middle, right? The silver lining is usually there um, amidst all the opinions. Uh, I do, I want to just point out, uh, you know, a couple of things that little D said that I really do agree with, like we need to make changes. Obviously, like, you know, this is just kind of us getting started, learning how to walk or crawl and then walk. There's going to be some things that we need to change within the structure. Um, as far as to what you guys are currently talking about, I can give you guys just a recent example of, you know, how this is kind of uh, slowing things up and also causing us opportunities Um the way that we're structured right now. Like, you know, a lot of people were asking about BetFi. Um, Highlander had a great interview with them. Uh, you know, and, and I don't know if you guys saw, but they recently just launched on a different chain. They were on a timetable. They needed people to actually make decisions and make decisions quickly. We were unable to even come close to getting back to them in, uh, you know, in regards to checking their code or uh, addressing any of the concerns that all of us have as a community or as a charter. Uh, and they launched, and we're we're seeing like who knows if the numbers are right, right? But we're seeing them apparently do very well, um, and we we just totally missed it because we're structured in the way that doesn't allow us to do that. Um, you know, I I totally agree with getting. You guys already know, like I don't have to keep repeating this. I'm totally agree with the charter. Totally agree with uh you know being transparent, getting the community involved. But like uh, like we were just talking about what Jack just said, like there's. A big reason why there are figureheads and 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 CEOs and, and lead members in organizations, like we need to make be able to make calls, uh, you know, not recklessly, but we need to be able to move. Uh and yeah. So I just want I just kind of want to point that out. Like I, I get what you're saying, I get what everybody else is saying, but we do need to make adjustments, like Little Little D was saying as well.
1: And, and, and take, and take by for dictators. Dictator. That was that, and Tank's not saying that in a way to criticise the charter. I get it, man. He's just meaning we just need a little bit a faster process happening for sure. Because I can be talking to loads of projects, and you know, I put this news to a lot of people very, very quickly. But like I say, it's we need a faster process, man. And I I don't think he's criticising the
9: charter at all. There, it's just oh no, no, not at all. Yes, thank you, thank you. I'm I'm down for the charter. You guys know it. I'm here to fulfill the will of the people but, but the way it goes. I'm down with it. I just being constructive and giving back feedback, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, right. I
9: think Ray's up first
1: and Jake straight after.
4: Oh, man. I don't want to turn this into a whole rebuttal thing. Um, Tank, maybe I don't and I don't want to change this into an inquisition. So forgive me if this goes too far. What did, what did they ask for? What did BetFi ask for, Tank? I believe. You were in the private <laughs> meeting. Oh, Excuse me. That coffee went down the wrong way. Uh, I believe they were asking
9: for uh, like ten thousand in funding. Uh, people were asking me to re- or get to be able to review code. Demi and I uh, asked for that. Uh, there was a little bit of delay, obviously time frames and stuff like that on getting it to me and also having Dimi review it. i'm not a I'm not a coder, so I don't know. I'm just looking at things right. So
4: uh, And then, yeah, go ahead. So I, I just, I don't want to like get bogged down. In this. So, I mean, to Jack's point, I agree. Like if we can, we talked about having an executive, but the issue was that there was no enforceable way to handle that on chain. So it just gets to be this runaway cult of personality. Um, so the idea, I think to a degree was just to make it more slow, like you're noticing, but also like, let's figure out how we can make this more efficient and get things moving. Um, okay. But to take, to your point on, on Zion, um, they didn't launch on mainnet, they launched on testnet they solicited neutron they solicited archway they solicited psi or say and they got funds from archway and Neut- and uh say but couldn't get funds from neutron these guys were just shotgun fishing half the chains i don't know what kind of due diligence you guys did but i dug around on them quite a bit and I, I, mean, I'd be happy to have a conversation about it, but I, I don't think we missed the gun on betfire. No, no, and I, I don't. I agree with you. I don't necessarily think that we. <clears throat> excuse me, God, I'm
9: swallowing things the wrong way. Um, necessarily do you necessarily do you know what their relation was with BSC? Hold on a second. I don't with the with the, on, the. I just sorry, want to ahead. say I don't necessarily. I agree with you. I don't necessarily. I was just an example, right, of like how slow things are, and I agree as also as well. Like I think we just need to find a way to speed those things up. I'm not agreeing on one side of the fence or other. I'm just pointing out some of the things that we've experienced thus far in, you know, being an ops or for myself, being an ops member and trying to do the due diligence. Like, it's great. You're able to do due diligence, uh, you know, as fast as you possibly can. I can't sit around and, and sleuth all day long. I'm a member, but I got family and, and business that I run. All it's not my priority well, either. We, you did a lot, but I was, I wasn't able to actually, and I'm just being, I'm just being honest. I'm not saying, you know, it's good or bad one way or another, but and I'm not trying to yeah, argue. Yeah, it's just, it's just, you know, things do take time in the, in the structure that they're in. And all I was saying was, you know, I don't know if it was an opportunity to miss or not. Who knows? It does look like there was shotgun fishing. Sometimes shotgun fishing though does produce fish. It's like dynamite fishing, right? Like it's not the fucking fun way to do it, but sometimes those things pop up in your boat and it's like, Hey, we hit something Mm -hmm. there. I get, I get it. Um, but I was just trying to point out to go back to what you guys were talking about. There are some things that are very, very, um, cumbersome for us currently and and if we can find a way to speed those kind of processes up i'm all for it i'm not saying you know that's all i was saying.
1: wicked boys thank you um jake quickly and then we'll wrap this up
8: i just wanted to say how how awesome it is what we're doing yeah it's a little bit messy but that's the whole point with like the charter is like you know what we dissolved core one we did it it's gone and now we're in this process of figuring out the next steps and like I think what's happening here is a really special and awesome experiment, where it's like we're almost like the founding fathers, right? You know, and they didn't get it right the first time as well. They they did that whole Articles of Confederation thing, you know. But we're we're trying things and we're doing things and we're iterating. And you know, this is exactly the spirit we need to move forward. And yeah, it's a little bit messy sometimes, but I love having so many great people engaged in in these in this in the process now all these interesting ideas that are flowing, um, figuring out what the next steps are for the charter. Like, you know, the hard work never ends. Like, um, But I'm just really excited about this this process and think that we're actually running a cool experience, experiment here. I just wanted to call that out and just thank every one of you for participating in it. Um, and I'm really excited to see where it goes, you know. And the cool thing is we're coming up with all these processes all these governance structures as a community together and you know it's going to take some time but i'm very optimistic especially with the high caliber of people we've got involved i support every single one of these candidates voting yes on all
1: yeah i totally agree with that totally agree um you've got your hand up
4: yeah, just be quick. Tank, I mean, I just want to say I want to work with you Tank and I agree like the the entire time we should be focused on moving forward. We should figure out where we can work together and move forward and always be moving moving forward in this stuff and not getting bogged down and stuck.
9: Right on. Likewise, brother. Likewise.
4: Um yeah, I mean if it was my
1: decision, guys, I'd just have every single one of these nominees part of this charter. But unfortunately, we don't have enough seats for um, ops, so there's only going to need to be one there. But it looks like if everybody gets voting, we can have all three of these wonderful candidates moving into the dev department,
8: which is awesome. I uh, would J. encourage Kennedy. people to like if there's if you don't make the operations and you still get really good support for the. I think it's going to be a really close call for the community. Um, and I, I really do support all the candidates and I would encourage anyone who maybe doesn't make the one operation seat, like consider running for the dev department. You don't need to be a dev in many ways. We need process oriented people. We need people that are willing to talk with teams, right? I'm busy debbing. Got to get yeah. this mesh security thing out. It's like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's it's another awesome. call.
1: Indeed, we should set it up. But like I say, communications department is going to be channeling energy into elite society because we think it's a pivotal role. It's going to be part of Juno's process going forward 100%. So expect me to be bogged down with that in the next coming weeks, like I've said before. Um, Max, thank you for hosting um, along with me, mate. I appreciate your time on this. And Camel, thank you for recording the space. It will be available as soon as it can possibly can on Spotify along with the other uh, department meetings and stuff like that. Let me get caught up on things there. Um, everyone, thank you very much, and thanks for all the OGs that have come back onto the call today. Um, nice to see you and pleasure speaking to everyone. Is I will see you all again very soon. Take care, Juno community, and we will catch you again shortly. Thank you. Good night,
6: everyone. Shout out! Thanks, guys. Founding fathers.
0: Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first the mentality stuck in the birds. I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is Under the dirt We rape and under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here Looking faceless Trying to make a living Southern friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out The max amount of payments Red down pay Got them acting all thankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token They probing this rare, flexing broken knives. Oh, oh. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knives. And then the end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss. It's all moss. And I'm liking the odds. doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. Click the cap, don't The road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first Come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of Treasures under the dirt We rape under the earth Sit and wonder About the worth And play Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Trying to figure out The max amount Of dinner non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is for Keeps clowns White knight And all these maple Maybellines They call it Implausible When model After model Keeps on Ripping off the coat And going full throttle Eats Tearing apart Your community. All these low hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Gotta plan it in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back Ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management To grab a few seats, And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers Drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs We got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king You better have some of each Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first Come first, serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And We'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and under the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served